I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. recording recording everybody hello 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 welcome to two black girls one rose where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating love and relationships from popular television i'm natasha and i'm justine love is blind season six it's starting we're here guys tomorrow for you guys yes tomorrow Mm -hmm. we are in charlotte this mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. i'm i'm excited i'm hype i Very. i love love is blind season yeah yeah <laughs> it's the time mm-hmm. uh justine what is it about love is blind that really does it for you does it for me why are you hype yeah yeah i think love is blind scarily is the most realistic they go through oh. the most realistic <laughs> problems um okay. it is the way it's edited and filmed is in the way that relates to the audience the most, even more than the ultimatum. Hmm. Um, and I think that's because we've all dealt with the level of absurd emotionalism in the beginning of dating as these people hmm. are doing in the beginning of these pods. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really like that about it. Um, and then the love stories that come out of it that are so beautiful. Brett and Tiffany, um, Bliss and Zach, mm-hmm. uh, all Lauren and Cameron are, mm-hmm. so, they're like fairy tale. <laughs> I mean, the love story, they're beautiful. There's yeah. like, I'm not anticipating any bad news coming from any of those couples. Mm-hmm. They seem almost like they could have been like written. Like in yes, a yes. Or a, not even so, like a romance novel or mm-hmm. who's that girl? Uh, Jasmine Gilroy, I think her name is. She's black writer. That is, yeah, yeah, black writer. She wrote the yes. wedding date. She writes a lot yeah, of interracial yeah, yeah, yeah. love. Yes, like, very beach reads. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. easy beach reads. Can't you see Zach and Zach and Bliss's a story, <laughs> Brett and yes. Tiffany's story? It seems like it'd be written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite part, and the breakups are so dramatic. Yeah, the drama. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right. Yeah. 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 What about you? I what I love about Love is Blind there's there's so much fucking TV there's so much content now Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. just it's an overwhelming everybody's complaining like I can't keep up I can't watch all the shows you're watching what show what I missed that one there's just so much TV (laughs) there's there's few TV 
programs that capture everyone's attention mm, where you kind of feel right. like everyone's watching yeah we just had the super bowl yesterday the super bowl is kind of yes. the ultimate one right right one right. day a year everyone around america at least is watching um i was trying to really think about this presidential debates is another one. Oh, where yeah everyone that's a good seems one. to kind of be tuned yeah. in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think hbo does a great job when they have a big show come out sunday nights at nine sunday nights at nine mm-hmm. everyone it, or it feels like everyone is watching not everybody has access to hbo obviously but yeah <laughs> but they're they're not sticky with that login that that too <laughs> <laughs> we all can still <laughs> share and move along yep HBO does it really well. I remember when Game of Thrones was on, everybody's watching. When White Lotus is on, everybody's watching. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be American Idol. Remember when American Idol was on? Holy everybody shit. was watching. And it was like 55 million people million every million votes. <laughs> yeah. It's like Kelly Clarkson and so-and-so at the end. And Kelly, you and 4 million people. <laughs> yeah. Like 50 million people. It was like crazy yeah. numbers of people who were voting. Yeah. And you just don't really get that. And Love is Blind has entered the arena as, like, Mm -hmm. that show. Mm -hmm. It's really trying to hold on, or not even just hold on, but, like, create that for us Mm -hmm. in this crazy streaming world of all these shows. And I just love that. I love feeling like we're all watching something together. Yeah. Like, we... Um, for the few weeks that it's on, it's like all of us. Oh my god! <laughs> all of society yeah. of America yeah. of American population. Like we have one unified focus, one unified mm-hmm. conversation. Um, and yeah, I just really love that because I mean, my favorite thing to do is to sit and watch TV by myself mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. with Nate, with mm-hmm. like some type of community. And so to do it on such a large scale on social media and with you know multiple group texts, we're all talking about Love Is Blind. Oh absolutely yeah it's just it's a great time and we just mm-hmm. don't get that enough especially now with tv like people will argue we're in like there's two sides people who think we're in a golden age of television right now mm. and then people who are saying this is mm. like the demise like we just have yeah. so much content there's a lot of trash out there mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. however way you you want to look at it it's yeah. nice that there is a show that there is some there are still some shows that rise to the top that we're all watching definitely i think also, if I was to add one in, Traders mm-hmm. is up there. Oh yeah, Traders is It's getting up there. I for sure. Yeah. For sure. It definitely does have that uh allure. Everybody's watching and mm-hmm. um and it's yeah. on Thursday nights at Chatting 9 o'clock. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. We discovered that last week. We're like, "Oh shit. It's not just on on Thursdays. You have to be sitting down at 9." At 9. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I love it. Love is blind season is here. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're excited here on our pod. We'll be dropping recaps every Thursday. Yep. And on Tuesdays, we'll be dropping a special Love is Blind after show episode mm-hmm. where we'll be bringing on some special guests, some relationship experts mm-hmm. to dive deeper into some of the themes that'll pop up on Love is Blind um yeah i think we just want to do our commentary our discussion justice and sometimes one episode <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Undo responsibly sometimes the one episode one isn't enough and then two there's mm-hmm. some really um just like like de- not dense um but some themes some deep like relationship yeah. themes that come mm-hmm. up that uh, I think last season we're like, I wish we, we, we always said like, we wish we had a therapist. We've had somebody here yeah. to kind of help us think this through. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking back through notes 
season four. I'm going to just pretend like season five didn't happen. Like, yeah, I'm no, gonna, it's done. Yeah, it's done. So <laughs> looking back at season four, we we talked about a lot. We talked about mm-hmm. how much power and influence should you allow friends to have? Mm. Remember with Micah and her crazy ass Shelby? Oh, my God. <laughs> That was a whole conversation wow. that yeah, we in the community that. were, yeah. yeah. Um, why do we run into relationships before running into therapy? Yeah. That came up a lot with watching mm-hmm. Zach with uh, Jack, Jacqueline, Jack and Nina. Um, what's a sacrifice? What's a mm-hmm. compromise? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. came up a lot. Thinking about mm-hmm. um, making decisions with your head versus your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, what is the right combination of the two? So this show gives us a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot to dive into. So we're excited to be bringing you guys two episodes a week yes. um, during Love is Blind season. Do not fret for the Potomac fans out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Real High of Potomac fans. At the end of every Tuesday episode, we'll still leave some time at the end of Chapter Potomac. So mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. worry. Yeah, we're still watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, today we're going to talk just about just Love is Bind in general, the impact of the show, our mm-hmm. expectations for the season. Justine's going to dive us into just beauty, beauty and body and a show that's called uh-huh. Love is Blind. Blind. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's going on in that department of mm-hmm. like casting and, and whatnot. Um, there's an article that came out on Collider about uh, Love is Blind being yeah. a sexist, misogynistic show. So I wanted to uh-huh. chat about that a little bit. And then, yeah, we'll wrap up talking about the cast, the new trailer that dropped, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just our thoughts for this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Very excited, guys. Very, and very. And please, person. all any and all feedback of the after show is much appreciated oh, because yes. this is the type of shit that we love to talk about. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to, we are not diagnosticians. But we ask you all a lot of questions and a lot of you guys are therapists. A lot of you guys work Mm -hmm. in some kind of a psych field. And I would just love to know what y'all think and what everybody thinks really about Mm -hmm. what um, bring on a real expert to talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. But first, before we dive into all things Love is Blind, a lot happened in pop culture this weekend. Uh-huh. Justine, what are we chatting about? Yes, we are going to talk about firstly the Monique on Club Shay Shay interview oh yeah um that was three hours long and i believe last time i checked it was a nine million views i'm sure we're at 10 by now wow yeah yeah it's it's in the millions for sure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then we're going to talk about usher on the at the Mm -hmm. usher concert yesterday yep (laughs) and then um we are going to talk about how Beyonce ruined everybody's life <laughs> and released new music yeah. and had a commercial yes. and I was in fucking shambles, mm-hmm. still am, mm-hmm. and that lady just feeds just, I can't believe it. I, I'm just, I know. Uh, I'm in, <laughs> look I'm at our, just, look how I love big it, our, our faces. Smiles. I can't. It's like it's like oh. the same elation as if they released like a surprise selling sunset season. Oh my god! And it dropped on Netflix. I'd be like, oh, it's, it's, oh my god! I just love it. Thank you, Beyonce, so much. I know. Thank you, Beyonce. So yeah, we got to talk about yeah this commercial, the announcement, mm-hmm. the new music, mm-hmm. everything, all the things. 
Um, but yeah, if you want to listen to this episode ad free with our juicy yep. pre-show hot takes on the Super Bowl, Beyonce, Monique, all that jazz, join the Rose Garden over at Patreon. Mm-hmm. On Patreon, you can also watch us on video. Mm-hmm. And you can also join us for Two Black Girls Watch. It's our reaction yeah. content dropping every week. We just wrapped up season one of Insecure and we are about to dive into Millionaire Matchmaker. Mm-hmm. Throwback, real nostalgic, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, try to Patreon membership with a seven day free trial. Patreon.com slash two buckles one rose. Um, all right, let's dive into Love is Blind. Let's do it. Let's do it. Friend, how did Love is Blind get to be so damn big? What yeah. is this? <laughs> you know what? They really lucked out with that first interracial couple, I'll tell you that. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. really lucked out. <laughs> they really did. Because <laughs> I think, and I think it was the same thing I would say with Married at First Sight season 12 with Chris and Paige. We all call it Chris and Paige, but the real heroes of that season were Vincent and Brianna. Yeah, they're such a beautiful couple. (laughs) They're a beautiful couple. They had no issues and it was a beautiful romantic story to watch alongside Mm -hmm. the mess that was going on. Mm -hmm. Lauren and Cameron were a gorgeous love story to watch alongside the mess that was Messica and Mark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Woo! I think you have to have that level of contrast in a Mm. season in order Mm -hmm. to really make it successful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think season one, they just really fucking lucked out with Lauren and Cameron. Mm -hmm. Like their their love story was so genuine. Mm -hmm. It also happened to be interracial, which Mm -hmm. grabbed everyone's attention because we're all interested, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it grabbed black audiences off rip because we're like, oh, we can watch this show. There's a black yeah. girl. Did you see that black girl found love with that yes. cute little white man? Like, yeah, that spread yeah. through. Then we all were locked in. We mm-hmm. very easily could have been alienated from that show. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the fact that he was smart, cute, and tall. And, and tall and nice and gentle, like non problematic. <laughs> yeah. Lauren was very lovable mm-hmm. by by black women watching, by the white people watching. Like she was digestible, you know, for them. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and then yeah, Karen, Cameron was like so harmless and like such a little charm. <laughs> There's no drama, and their love yeah. was so pure. Like you couldn't mm-hmm. really hate on it at all. So yep. they just really knocked it out with that first that first couple. And then season one in general was just an epic season. Like the casting mm-hmm. was incredible. As you said, like they have Lauren and Cameron on one side and then their direct like foil is Jessica, Messica and Mark. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you have this beautiful love couple and then you have this crazy love triangle in the same season. Mm-hmm. That's so lucky. <laughs> they yeah. got so lucky. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was the same with uh, Brett and Tiffany. Same with that season, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Brent and Tiffany, and then you had Zach Bliss and Irina uh, and Irina. Yeah, Mikey, Mike and Kwame, and mm-hmm. yeah. just a lot. Um, and I think, yeah, I think season one just hooked everybody in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the show also showed the potential of conversation that is going to come out of that show. Mm, like mm-hmm. this is not just a vapid kind of shallow. Um, I don't know. Like hate to say it, but no, <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> okay. I'll say it. Like perfect match. Let's say perfect. Okay. Match. 
which is it's pretty vapid or love love island pretty vapid. Yeah, like yeah. there's not much we're not talking about much at all mm-hmm. but love is blind we had diamond and carlton we're talking about oh bisexuality and men yeah first season <laughs> honeymoon <laughs> three yeah. yeah what so just that <laughs> that came out of the first season like oh shit everybody's talking back and forth about this mm-hmm. huge topic that we're all debating um I thought that was huge. And then I think, um, yeah, just the love triangle mess with Jessica, Amber, Barnett, Jessica rejecting Mm. Mark. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing this Mm -hmm. show called Love is Blind. You're seeing this guy getting rejected for his looks. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because you would think it would be the other way around usually. You would think. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I think they just, season one just really knocked it out. Like, they Mm -hmm. got so lucky with these people yeah. <laughs> with the casting they awesome. did they did mm-hmm. um and then speaking of love is blind being big it is now in argentina brazil germany japan sweden so five other countries uh-huh. and then the uk and united arab emirates just announced <laughs> their own iteration that are in love is blind well. dubai love is blind they're calling it love is blind habibi so it's gonna oh, be. Oh wow! Okay, that's oh, what everybody. they're calling okay. the show. Yeah, so not Perfect. just Dubai, but all of UAE, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's such a it's a concept that just can translate over to pretty much any mm. language culture. It's it's like a pretty seamless concept in a way that like married at first sight might not work in all cultures. Yeah. Yeah. Marriage is like a little too sacred in most other places. (laughs) Yeah. Surprise marriage. Yeah. Surprise marriage. Um, Not that love is blind doesn't also end in marriage and has its own weird. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this dating behind a wall, like you can pretty much do that in like any culture or any. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No country. And it, and it work and be interesting so mm-hmm. um so yeah shout out to this, this little concept that mm-hmm. chris colleen whatever his name oh is oh my god came up with. god that guy i know now how do you feel like love is blind has impacted the reality dating show space yeah well uh, i don't i don't actually know if it has or not. I think it's just taken over the reality dating mm. show space. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's actually like for real influenced anybody to change how they program their show. I don't mm. I haven't noticed anything. Have you noticed? Mm. Not for other shows to like change necessarily. I feel like what Love is Blind has done has kind of highlighted the inadequacies in other shows. Or, like, the mm. need for innovation in other shows. Mm. Like, I think mm-hmm. The Bachelor has gone away for years with mm-hmm. leaning into the fantasy. Mm-hmm. And I think once Love is Blind came on the on the scene, it kind of highlighted how that fantasy is kind of, like, tired now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They lean yeah. so heavy into it. Now, as they lean into it, it feels almost like, all right, what are y'all doing? Like, Love is Blind exists. Are y'all going to acknowledge <laughs> Yeah, like, right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't right. think that conversation was happening with The Bachelor before love is blind came yeah i think that's true too even with the when i was researching about beauty and body diversity i think how love is blind has gone wrong has also highlighted how other shows have gone wrong mm-hmm. every time i looked up uh, love is blind body diversity the bachelor came up oh okay yeah. you know 
Um, so because it's such a, yeah. a hit and because mm-hmm. they could do something really impactful and are right. actively choosing not to, not to. people yeah. are like, oh, wait, this is happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. So that's funny yeah. that you say that. I didn't even think about that, but that is true. Yeah. That's a good point, though. Yeah. It's just highlighting like the general issues within the reality dating show genre in on mass. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think another thing I was thinking about was um, where it's highlighted, like, I guess, inadequacies with Merit at First Sight, which I love. I love mm-hmm. that show. This season is rough, but <laughs> I still think it's a fantastic show. Yeah. Um, like, the idea, like on Merit at First Sight, they kind of take away the power of choice, right? They match them mm-hmm. with someone, which creates a lot of drama obviously a lot of mm-hmm. frustrating drama because these people were matched with people out of their control they might not have chosen for themselves as a viewer you might not have chose that person for them mm-hmm. um mm. and i think it kind of highlights how when you watch people make their own choice their own bad choices sometimes mm. mm-hmm. how interesting that is to watch mm-hmm. <laughs> as well um sometimes even more interesting because i think with married at first sight um when the match is really bad you just get pissed at production as you're watching exactly. you're just frustrated as yeah. you're watching mm-hmm. so you're like why why on earth would you match chris with Paige? Mm-hmm. like why why is he even cast like you just yeah. start getting in that rabbit hole of just being pissed as you're watching the season mm-hmm. on love is blind you can only be mad at the, the contestant like you can only mm-hmm. be mad at them and their bad choice mm-hmm. which makes it less of a frustrating watch i think I yeah, hate watching yeah. the show and feeling frustrated at production. You know what I mean? Right. Feel like you're being tricked or duped by yeah. the people who made the show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was one thing I th- I thought about that it be Love is Blind's existence is kind of like highlighted in another show. Do you think that in that choice, I know that we do this, I'm sure other people, I, I know other people do this, I've seen this. That in that choice and in how closely you get to know these characters, because Love is Blind has uh, 12 one-hour packed episodes, you are trying to find the holes in that person as to why they picked the person that they picked, and you're trying to find out, like, you're trying to, yeah. okay, we met the mom. Well, the mom said this. And then it, like, we were trying mm. to do that with, what's his name? Milton. All season yeah. long, poor thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh yeah, that makes kind of following along with their story interesting because mm-hmm. you're getting to know them as the episodes go along. You're also getting to know them more and more and learning mm-hmm. why they chose this person and why it's not going to work, why it is going to work. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. which makes makes a very interesting watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think what Love Is Blind has done really well is lean into difficult conversations. Mm. Bartice and What's her name? Natalie? Nancy. Yeah. That abortion conversation, that was huge when that was happening. Big. I think that was an election year too, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Or the Supreme Court was just just overturned it. Yeah. She had that conversation a year prior. Like, what do you think about this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, they were like, weren't afraid to lean into that big ass conversation on which is on netflix i mean millions of people are watching that they chose to leave that in Mm -hmm. that was really interesting and there was many a think pieces and many an online discussion about that conversation Mm -hmm. um so i love how they leaned into that i think also um shake and deep d 
I was, yep. That yep. was an interesting. Or, you know. Yeah, I think. A lot. There was a lot was in a there. Lot. <laughs> there was a lot packed in there. Yeah. Um, And I think, look, we're watching two Indian people mm-hmm. find love. One, you're not seeing that on TV Really yeah ever. that's not a thing like, yeah it's just well no thing. indian matchmaking <laughs> indian matchmaking that, also think. netflix but that's yeah. really it we're really never watching this um and then you're meeting this so you're seeing something you're not used to seeing right and then you're meeting mm-hmm. shake who mm-hmm. you know just sucks off mm-hmm. rip <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you're not thinking all indian men suck you just kind of somehow you're able to parse him out and just Definitely. shake sucks yeah mm-hmm. um and you're learning about him never dating an indian woman before mm-hmm. and you know all these things calling deepthi and auntie and all these mm-hmm. kind of cultural things that what i thought they did well somehow is at the end you still just hated shake you yes. didn't then like blanket think indian men are terrible or nope they didn't make a, a a mockery of their culture in any way. They didn't Mm-mm. even um, they even really didn't even say that much about him not dating Indian women. They kind of allowed that to just be something he said, and then we mm-hmm. could discuss it and kind of like mm-hmm. do our own research. And like I, I remember, there's a lot of like think pieces like written by Indian women talking about how you know in mm. our culture, like there are there is a thing where there's some men who've never dated us or I. I think Deepthi as well. She had never dated mm-hmm. an Indian guy. Yeah. And so that yeah. was a conversation. So they allowed people to, the the people who um, have more of the authority to have these conversations. Yes. Right. Kind of take their yeah, to be heard. Allowed their force. Exactly. <clears throat> um, yeah. Which I think is unique because I think it could have easily been problematic. Mm-hmm. It could have, mm-hmm. you know, they could have edited Deepthi to look really sorry. And so they, you know, she looked very empowering. Mm-hmm. Shake was just an asshole. Like he himself was just an asshole. And that was yeah. it. And that was like a diff, what could be like a difficult representation and moment that mm-hmm. um, it's, they leaned into it. They didn't shy away from it, which I thought yeah. was was cool yeah 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 they showed a lot of shake being um like a fat phobic misogynistic weirdo which there are men of every race yeah who are just <laughs> like that yeah. <laughs> so i think that's part of the reason why we didn't take away like damn that's how indian men think about mm-hmm. people like deep d or whatever right um they also had really nice families mm-hmm. those two mm-hmm. both of them yeah yeah mm-hmm so that was nice. Is there a love is blind moment that lives in your head rent free? Deep D saying no. Iconic. Legendary. <laughs> yeah. Legendary. Agreed. Um, yeah. All the all the rejections. Not all of them. Actually, Mal and Sal. That one I wish I never saw. I wish I never learned about those people ever. Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, uh uh, Micah walking off with the mountains behind her in the oh, dress. You love that moment. I lived. <laughs> you I really did. It. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh, I loved it. Oh god. So that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then I think Brett and Tiffany's wedding. We both cried. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. Mm-hmm. It was so nice. Oh my god. So yeah. Nice. What yeah. about you? I think a moment that lives rent free. Micah and Kwame at the pool with Chelsea in the cut and them two just canoodling. God, I didn't think it could get worse or more disrespectful than season two 
Do you remember Jarrett and oh. Mallory at the bar? Oh. <laughs> and we were like, oh my God, this is so yeah. disrespectful. Jarrett, yeah. the hell, how can you do this to Ayana? And then we got Chelsea and fucking, then we got Kwame and Micah two mm. seasons later at the pool. Mm. That to me, I don't know if it lives rent free, but that was like a impactful moment where I was like, damn, y'all really don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, that pool scene all around. Irina's under boob. That was crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Irina's under boob. Irina, like, just touching Paul for no reason. Oh, like, finding yep. any moment to, like, just Anything. be touching him. Mm. Micah's off with Kwame touching him. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. That I'd also say from season four, Chelsea's engagement photo shoot. <laughs> the Calvin Klein fucking oh. save the dates. <laughs> oh my God. Save the dates for a wedding that was 72 hours later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That fantasy that she wanted to play out so badly with that man. Oh my God. That was so fetishy. It did get fetish, and I it hate to I hate to say that because I feel like she really loves that man. She really, I, she I was a too. ride or die. She yeah. was a ride or die for Kwame all the way yeah. through. But yeah. that shit had a, having him pose naked and doing all that. It just gave yeah, man. I got a black one. <laughs> yeah, Mandingo. <laughs> oh, I hate to say it, Chelsea, but that's what it was given. That Sorry. is absolutely yep, mm. yep, yep. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I would say also Zenob and Cole, the cuties moment. That that was a whole moment. That shit. That shit was. And her rejection of him at the altar oh. is another. Huge oh yeah, she moment. roasted him like a Boston oh, yeah. Market chicken. That was great. <laughs> was I I was loving that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. We interviewed Zena by the way on Patreon. We so did. Go check that out. <laughs> go check it out. It's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Last thing I wanted to ask you about. So the Collider posted an article yes uh-huh uh-huh it says love is blind's biggest problem is misogyny mm-hmm. and in the show they talk or in the article they talk about the show having a pattern and a history of casting it's like trash bag men with misogynistic views mm-hmm. and highlighting them on the mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. they name specifically bartice mm. um for his um the abortion conversation basically and him kind of like shaming nancy about her thoughts when he brought Mm -hmm. his family over and he was like well nancy thinks you should abort every baby like the way he (laughs) just like kind of shamed her meanwhile he had an abortion in the file did he Uh uh-huh he did Uh uh-huh yep oh i did not know that (laughs) oh my god bartiz god this guy He had the nerve. Are you serious to mm-hmm. shame her? It is always those people. It, it is. is always people yeah. who have history with the thing that they're trying to shame XYZ. that are yeah. trying to shame it from other people. Like, really yeah. that's insane. So, so yeah, they highlight Bartiz. They highlight uh, Jeb Bush from last season. Oh, um, yeah. JP yeah. is his real name mm-hmm. <laughs> with his like makeup conversation with Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, Shake, obviously, just for like anything he said yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, I also would add in Carlton. He was horrible to Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely horrible to her and lie to her about lie by omission, whatever you want to call it, about mm-hmm. his um, sexuality. Mm-hmm. and yeah they they argue in the article that in a series that's so focused on love and finding love why is it that men who refuse to do that just continue to be featured on the show mm-hmm. 
Would you say Love is Blind has a misogyny problem? Is this just reality dating shows in general or is this Love is Blind specifically? I mean, I think this is a problem with men that we're having now. And I think it's something that Love is Blind is highlighting, but it is definitely a real thing with dating today. Mm. Um, And I'm waiting for the day, you know, I've already watched episodes one and halfway through two of this season. But... Um, I'm waiting for the day when a girl's question, her first question to a man is, have you heard of Andrew Tate? And do you listen to him? (laughs) Have you heard of Kevin Samuels? And do you listen to him? Otherwise, and just leave the pod. If he's like, oh yeah, Kevin Samuels, you've been making points. I'm out. I did you don't even, I'm not even saying goodbye. Like I'm just out. Um, so I think it's a problem with men in general now. And it's a shame that these women are being subjected to this when it's supposed to be purely intellectual and all of that is so surface. Um, But yeah, I think it's just an overall issue. I don't know if it's love is blind specific. Yeah. I don't know if it's love is blind specific either. I agree with the article that it is infuriating Mm -hmm. to every season. There's like a terrible guy. Like we had shake, we had, you know, Jeb Bush, we had, um Bartiz. Bartiz, like every season yeah. there's like someone who's horrible and you're just like how did they how did they make a past casting like what mm-hmm. and then you remember this is a tv show at the end of the mm-hmm. day. five brett and tiffany's is gonna be one to watch <laughs> love them love yeah. the story yeah i need the drama i mm-hmm. need you know someone so it sucks to say it at that at the end of the day and i hate that um it doesn't have to be this horrible men that treat the women like shit. Like that doesn't have to be the drama. Like mm-hmm. they could figure something else out. But I don't know if Love is Blind is any worse than any other like reality dating show. Yeah. Love Island I mean, or any of those. Like Any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Married at First Sight. I mean, we talk about it. They, the woman, generally the woman always seems to be on the receiving end of the bad matches. Yeah. Yep. Not to yep. say they're all perfect. All the women are perfect on that show, but yeah. the men are pretty fucking bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there was the rare bad. season of Boston where we had two bad women. We had Lindsay and we had Alyssa. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. But that's a rarity. That's, that's true. That's a rarity. Yeah. That's true. So, so yeah, I, I don't know if it's fair to say it's just Love is Blind. I mm-hmm. agree it's probably more just general. Um and I do think Love is Blind has had some pretty bad women too <laughs> over the over the years. Who is that? Shayna. Shayna. Oh, Shayna. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. 
Mm, I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real, and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help, from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r january 6th uh. (laughs) yes oh my god um colleen she was pretty innocent but like yeah she was she was was so shallow and just ugh, she gave absolutely nothing vapid i just i don't like watching people like that i don't know okay through yeah yeah. Um, her husband was crazy though oh my god that yeah (laughs) um season four irena and jackie both terrible holy shit jackie was <laughs> terrible still jackie is now oh still. damn still. jackie damn yeah okay i forgot about <laughs> that Irina, yeah. we know Irina, yeah. so every season they have uh, at least of uh, at least one woman who sucks as well <laughs> so it's not just not just the guys but i get it like it, it does it feels more uh it feels more like cruel or like problematic yes would you agree that with the men there's a running theme of misogyny but with the women it's all kinds of stuff that they yeah i think maybe that's it yeah <laughs> that's it. the men yeah i think that's exactly it the running theme is is misogyny with the women they just for whatever reasons they're just a mess mm-hmm. do you think that because love is blind as a concept it's easier to inflict misogyny on a woman because you do not have your looks and you can just really mess around with your words. Like if you're a fuckboy for real, you could really just mess around with your words and just start, you know, being manipulative in a misogynistic way. Um, yeah, but I feel like a lot of the examples of misogyny happened after the pods. Even. Mm. Mm. So I don't know if the looks really matter i mean we saw shake okay. we saw shake yeah. being like a, a yeah fucking yeah, a terror in the damn pods mm-hmm. um terrorizing these women with these questions about their bodies and their looks and whatnot um but yeah outside the pods he was also terrible i think jeb it was outside yeah. the pods Partiz, yeah. it was out- Partiz presented great in the pods it was yeah, outside the pods yeah so it's like after when they do see them that they still mm. even looking them in the face <laughs> enact their bullshit so it's yeah, probably cold. worse honestly cold yeah, was cold. terrible yeah mm-hmm. but yeah. all presented very well in the pods lovable blah blah mm-hmm. blah so yeah i don't know i yeah i think it just gets down to 
I think it's simple. It's casting and it's a TV show and they need to have some people who are going to, you know, be on the borderline of you're going to love them or you're going to like fucking hate them. Mm-hmm. And if they tip over into hate, that's not bad because we have yeah. right, we have other characters to yeah. balance them out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how they think about it when they're making the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. What do you think of beauty? And yeah. So let's talk about in the yeah. in the vein of misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> beauty. Um, so I think beauty on a show that's called Love is Blind is so ironic. We have said in the past, I believe it is a title of an episode. I'd be in the bonnet up in these pods, I believe is the title of one of the episodes that we have. Um, I think it's really interesting how the women present themselves before the pods or when they're in the pods, like before they even see anybody, they are still full glam most of the time. I believe that's because they're on television, but also because they want to feel like they're on a date. They want to feel like they're presenting to their boyfriend. Um, And most of the women who we have seen on the show want to be perceived as glamorous to some extent. Um, We have some extreme cases like Chelsea, who was pink obsessed and it was like part of her brand. Oh, damn. She was a year before Barbie. Damn, Chelsea. Damn, she missed her moment. She missed it. Oh, my it. God. Yeah. <laughs> Sad for her now. Fuck. Yeah, me too. That could have been great. Blonde. That could have been yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's Damn, why she was crazy. It was too much. <laughs> <laughs> we would have never even said anything. Yeah. About the year of Barbie. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, and then we have people like poor Taylor, who just put on, slapped on a pair of lashes and got broken up with. Um and people like Zenob, who were called a nine, and Colleen Jesus. was a ten. Yeah. Um, but they have, I believe that beauty has such an impactful space um, in Love is Blind, <coughs> because Love is Blind has the opportunity to better, to do better, and they just don't. And they just <laughs> don't. That is the biggest disappointment with the show, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think their ratings would soar oh if they God. really leaned into the love is blind concept and didn't yeah. just cast everyone who's beautiful like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and cast some people who are a bit more on the fringes or on the extremes mm-hmm. um, in terms of things like height, you know, men, mm-hmm. let's cast some short yeah. some guys who are some short Kings. I well, want to see that. That happened to Mark. <laughs> who? Oh, Mark. We did have Mark. That's true. Yeah. But bring yeah. us another Mark. That brought a good season. Shit. <laughs> I want to see more on the fringes of beauty, the the mm-hmm. shorter guys, the um I talked about before people who might have like a body deformity mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. someone who has a woman with alopecia, you know, her hair yeah. she does have long yeah. hair, she yes. has like a bald head, yes. like yes. Yes. um women in bigger bodies. Like mm-hmm. I want to see men in bigger bodies, shit. Men in bigger bodies. <laughs> like I want to see a little bit more on the fringe and mm-hmm. really when that reveal happens now we're really testing is love is blind mm-hmm. it's not so much a test when homegirl is gorgeous mm-hmm. <laughs> with body yaddy yaddy like that's mm-hmm. not really testing this concept in the way that i feel like they really could yeah. and i think it would actually make the show more interesting and ratings would actually soar if they really did lean into getting a little funky with it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i agree i agree um And I think what you say, how you talk about being beautiful is so interesting. And the the definition of these people are already beautiful. 
Um, in Tressie McMillan Cottom's book, Thick and Other Essays, great book. Everybody should pick it up. Also, Tressie is also a country music enthusiast, and I hope that Beyonce hired her because she's very well versed. Anyways, she talks about how she had to accept herself as ugly in order to like move forward with life and in order to move forward with her love of makeup, with her love of clothes, because if she tried to fit herself into what people accept as beautiful, she's never actually going to win. And I think what we call beautiful and who we call beautiful could be changed by these extremely large platforms called Netflix, and they actively choose not to. And they could start slow. Just start with a plus-size girl, plus-size man. Let's just start there. They can both be white. We can just start there. Slow, 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 slow. Um, But they won't for, you know, the reasons that um, the Lachey's, who I don't know if they have production credit, but they talk like they do. <laughs> they move with authority for some <laughs> odd do. reason. They do. <laughs> but okay. God. So a quote, um, I believe this is from Vanessa Lachey. This is about plus size uh, people who are on the show that they tested and they said no. Um, they said their whole life they've been so insecure about being themselves because of this crazy swipe generation that we are in and this catfishing world that we are in that we're that they're so afraid to be themselves. Lachey, 41, set of plus-size contestants. So we are blaming catfish, we are blaming Tinder, and we are also blaming the plus size, the people in the plus-size bodies themselves for not getting casted onto the show and just the blame being put on anything flying besides them being actually responsible for this show that gets like 82 million viewers a week. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, I don't, it's like you said earlier with, you don't like to feel like you're being duped by a show. I don't like it when a show thinks I'm dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Vanessa, you think I'm dumb. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> that, that statement. I mean, the way she's talking at us is like, really girl, you just blame the plus ass people. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what this conversation made me think of, do you remember a show called the undateables? It was a British. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, yep. this was like love is blind before love was blind. Okay. Yeah. This was a British reality series. I'm just listening it up now. I totally forgot about this damn show. Um, that apparently ended in 2020. It was on for a very long time. What? But it featured people who are considered people on the fringe, right? Who are considered mm-hmm. undateable mm-hmm. going out on dates and they were working with like a dating agency. Um, those people with disabilities, people with developmental disorders, people with learning disabilities, people with like body deformities. And um, yeah, they worked with like a matchmaker who had a mm-hmm. bunch of people that wanted to date these people. And mm-hmm. sometimes they had she would match like similar, you know, mm-hmm. learning disabilities mm-hmm. or whatnot. Right. Um, I loved that show. Mm. I really did. It really made you, it really stretched your brain mm-hmm. to even mm-hmm. just calling the show the undateables. Yeah. Like these are people who should not be dating. And to see them out on dates was so heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Um, it also made me think of, which I haven't watched, but Love on the Spectrum. Incredible show. Yeah. So everyone so says good. it's a beautiful show. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, I think Love is Blind is too scared mm-hmm. to move to fringe. Mm-hmm. They still want to be a big show on TV. They still want to be the biggest show on Netflix. I yep. think they're afraid if they shift too far from the mainstream and if their cast doesn't look what we expect them to look, which mm-hmm. is quote unquote con- more conventional and beautiful, they're going to lose people. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how true that is. I don't know either. I don't know either. There, I feel like if if Lauren walked out in whatever body she walked out, Cameron would be excited that she walked out mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. see him. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. But howsomever, on the flip side, if you, what happens when, if and when these contestants, especially if they're female contestants, yeah. are being ostracized and are right. not getting anything. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of anything it could be alopecia it could be body size mm-hmm. it could be anything mm-hmm. i don't know how that would work yeah. <laughs> or yeah to be fair yeah i'm like playing devil's advocate with the same yeah. fucking thing i just put out there yeah or i think about like shake and deep d shake Woo! was not attracted to deep d yeah he started off strong and then he like by episode by episode he was just like she is an auntie like mm-hmm. she is my aunt i can't mm-hmm. do it um and watching that watching sweet little deep d be mm-hmm. talked like talked about in that way in the confessionals was hard to watch and it really made you hate shake mm-hmm. and i don't think it's great to have i think it's great to have one shake where everybody hates yeah yeah but to have if all five of the guys are like i can't deal with alopecia i can't deal with <laughs> yeah. this i can't deal with that <laughs> yeah and then they all hate like you hate all of them then mm-hmm. that's not a great show so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i get yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah so i get it so uh, again we're ending with the problem is men here we go well <laughs> so- <laughs> get it together guys get it together (laughs) and then the last thing um that i Mm -hmm. thought was really interesting was black women on the show there's an Mm -hmm. article that the cut wrote um or there's an article on the cut from a black woman's perspective on jp and taylor and she Mm -hmm. writes about how taylor has to deal with this as a white woman and it was very painful for her but as a black woman showing up on dates especially online she is Mm -hmm. so conscious of her appearance because she might look different she might have braids she might have a sew-in she might have she -hmm. just might look different and the Mm -hmm. the um level of consciousness you have to have about the way your beauty is presented to men is tiring it's exhausting and especially for black women. And I remember that conversation that Lauren had to have with Cameron about bonnets. Poor thing. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what that was. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to get your perspective on this because you've done mm-hmm. online dating before. You are mm-hmm. now a, a bad bitch baldy. <laughs> right <laughs> yes mm-hmm. um and that's very freeing for you i feel like mm-hmm. your beauty routine now you feel like free to express yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the ways of beauty and makeup mm-hmm. um so i wanted to get to get your yeah. perspective on this for sure yeah i thought immediately the first part when you were talking about the cut article and how you know black women showing up on dates and having to be conscious of like all the changes that was very real because i remember online dating 
I consciously, and I even dealt with this with my sister because I was helping her redo her mm. profile, mm-hmm. um, consciously wanted to show pictures with different hairstyles in case mm-hmm. when I show up on the date, yeah, like yeah. I had one of those styles, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> and my sister too, like we put together her profile. She had a lot of pictures with her in braids, but she's more recently been wearing her na- hair natural. She was like, mm-hmm. I got to get a picture in there of me with natural hair mm. because I can't have all these pictures of braids and then I show up with my, like I look like a different person. Mm-hmm. And just like that consciousness Mm-hmm. is um is one annoying but two is mm-hmm. just kind of like a fact of the matter but i remember too going on my first date with nate and i had some old dusty braids and i didn't have any braids photos on my mm. on my profile mm-hmm. and it didn't hit me so i was walking to the date and i had like a little a small moment of anxiety it yeah. washed away real quickly because i was like annoyed I was he can't be bothered <laughs> I was so pissed. I'm like, I'm back on a date again. What the fuck? But that entered my brain, that that fear of like, oh my God, I'm going to show up looking like he swiped right on those pictures. Yeah. He's never seen me like this. Is he going to be attracted? Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? You know? And just like how, yeah, how real that is, that mental mm-hmm. like <laughs> stress. The gymnastics. The oh gymnastics, boy. Oh my God. But, um, yeah, and and that's, yeah, I think that's a black woman thing, definitely, be, particularly around hair, because we change our hair yep. so damn much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I could see that for, like, any woman, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, our weight, our weight fluctuates. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. Depending Just, on the damn season or menstrual yeah. cycle, like, the month, look yeah. a little, yeah, thin in your photos and then you show up and you feel you're bloated like literally mm-hmm. bloated and feeling kind of puffy because you're on your period like uh, hair as well for white women was so much that i don't think they change yeah. their hair as much as we do mm-hmm. um but yeah that's real definitely makeup though Def- definitely mm-hmm. ma- i remember the uh, yes throw oh, them yeah. in the pool on the first date days i remember them oh, days oh my god yeah that was, no, that was tough nuts yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think now I feel, I mean, I'm married now, so I, I didn't yeah. date. <laughs> it's been different, but <laughs> I didn't date with the freedom that I feel now. Being, yeah. Having like a shaved head uh-huh. and um, I think I figured out my beauty routine, like what I want to do with beauty. I think back then I was still kind of like trying to figure it out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah i think women mentally were just like very tied up into how we're presenting particularly Mm -hmm. on those first dates Mm -hmm. and yeah love is blind kind of i i wish the women could show up in the pods and just kind of look like whatever you kind of see it on like day three four five of the pods when they come with a blanket yeah yeah when they're (laughs) hanging yeah but generally it's still like they got to present i mean they're on tv so i get it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. If you were in the pods now, would you allude at all to your bald head? If I was in the pods, I'm not alluding to shit. Really? That, that's, no. That defeats the whole damn purpose. But it's a part, it's a, it's, I would, I would struggle with it. I would struggle not to mention hair because it's a huge part of identity for me. I think... Yeah, I don't know. No. I feel like I would I would consciously not want to talk about it. Okay. I mean, I think 
so like yeah take me for instance this last year i did a, a couple things i got tattoos yeah. i shaved my head i got my ears pierced like i did a bunch of stuff i would probably talk more about the tattoos and the piercings more than the mm. hair i think okay. i don't want to give anything really away mm-hmm. and you kind of see that in um yeah with this first season honestly i already started watching the first um of course yeah we have the early episodes guys so yeah. sorry but <laughs> we i started watching the first three seasons and you could see the sh- the struggle slash the calculation of people oh, mentioning yeah. certain physical attributes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Or guys still trying to, not in a shake way, but trying to wiggle in and try to figure mm-hmm. out what kind of hair she has or skin tone or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that really ruins the whole integrity of the show. Like, mm. I feel like there's other things I would find to talk about myself and my new renaissance of, you know, my beauty or whatever yeah. that wouldn't be giving away my hair and then risking a guy you know making a rash choice oh shit, her hair's bald like yeah oh, i don't want that yeah yeah you know although i wouldn't want that guy anyways but right. <laughs> in the end i wouldn't want that guy but it would just kind of ruin the integrity of the show i think mm, mm-hmm. you would what yeah how would you thousand percent i would mention it i hair, hair is a huge part of like inner child work for me okay. so i would definitely mention it mm-hmm. um but beauty is also a big thing for me. So I think uh, I'm a little bit different in that way. Yeah. I thought you okay. would mention it because it was such a huge change for you and a, and a, a, a real like self-acceptance, beautiful thing that you did last year. Um, but yeah, I would definitely talk a lot about hair and self-acceptance, but also like hair and rejection that I, I experienced back in the past. I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. yeah i see what you're saying mm-hmm. i think i would be very tempted to because it is a part of my mm-hmm. my story my like development yeah of yeah womanhood the last like two years i guess but yeah um but yeah i don't know i don't want to taint the process either mm. Mm. i'd be one of those people like the purist purist. no <laughs> a purist yeah <laughs> a pod purist exactly oh my Oh god. Oh yeah. my god. But that is pretty much what I had. I can link the yeah. articles that I um shared yes. below. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um okay, let's end by talking season six. Mm-hmm. The cast, the photos are out, the bios are out, their mm-hmm. social media is out, everything's out. Yep. Um some highlights for me, I love the ages. I think Love is Blind I'm always so does really well. Thrilled. Yes. yes. <laughs> thrilled. Oh, my thrilled. God. I was just scrolling through the cast bios again. There are several 34-year-old women. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not just one, like, one old head. No, mm-hmm. several. Like, the average mm-hmm. age is, like, yeah. 32. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that I just love. I want to watch a mar- a show that has marriage within it. <laughs> I need to see some people who kind of know the, you know. Who are decisive. Of marriage and who are decisive yeah. and really understand what the fuck this is. Mm-hmm. So not to say that people in their young 20s can't figure it out. I think it's just uh, those are rarer people. Mm-hmm. I don't think every 23-year-old that says they're married for ready for marriage is ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um yeah any other highlights for you in the yeah cast? i would say definitely the men also have a solid ages on them 
we got some 36 year olds. We got some 37 year olds in there and the 25 year olds. I have a lot of hope for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not worried. I was no. very worried about uh, soul glow. Very. I still am. Oh my to be God. Honest. I don't How old is Milton? He's like 21. Stop. He's at least 25. Right. 25. I think he was like 23 or 24 on the show. Jesus Christ. So now like 20, like two years later or whatever. It's like Oof. or 25, 26. But yeah, baby. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Oh um, my God. But I have faith in them. I don't think that they're trying mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, overcome their what they their mom said about them in 2006. Like, I really do think that they're ready for actual marriage for real. Um, and also really happy with the racial diversity of everybody, especially everybody who they show. I'm thinking now of like who they show on the program. We got some, we got good representation. So yeah, excited for I that. agree. I saw there's a black man, big black dude named Kenneth. Oh, um, he has like some Travis Scott braids. He's no, they're principal. better than that. Don't do that. <laughs> they're better than Travis. Stop. <laughs> but yeah, just him. Just seeing this guy on TV, yes. like love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not and not even just on TV. This guy in a in a romance television program, yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, I love to see that. Um, and then yeah, women. I think we kind of always now with Love Is Blind see more body diversity. Mm-hmm. women don't always make it to getting uh yeah getting chosen. engaged yeah mm-hmm. um but there were a few a few ladies in there with some curvy bodies mm-hmm. um so love to see that at least their cast i know start there. at least their cast at least and i wonder <laughs> too how they get that they don't get to engagement i wonder why i always wonder what questions were asked they got them out rather than the questions of the straight size woman. Mm-hmm. Like I you wonder. feel like their body type was outed. And uh, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. In some Could way. Be. Yeah. 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 Could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, excited for this cast. Very. I feel like I'm always a fan of the Love is Blind cast when the bios come out. I never really have many complaints. No. Usually gender or not gender. Usually age and racial diversity are the two things i like look at at first and they kind yeah. of mm-hmm. kind of tick the boxes there it's just we'll see how it all shakes out in the end mm-hmm. um okay there's two trailers that are floating around as mm-hmm. well um some highlights we have a a woman with a daughter so that's we sure do new <laughs> we sure do have a single mom she looks like um that guy jelly rolls wife she's She's plump. Do you know who Jelly Roll is? Who's Jelly Roll? Why do I Jelly know this? Roll is uh he was up for Best New Artist this year at the Grammys. He does like country oh, this type guy. music. Yeah. Yeah. But he yeah. talks like a black preacher. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but his wife is like a Playboy bunny. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but plumped. Very plumped up, yeah. You face, know, filled up, a bit tight, yeah. ready to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Um, I believe her name is Jessica from Cast Bio. Yeah. Cast. Yes, it's either Jessica or Amber. Jessica oh, also Amber. so excited for a flight attendant. Love a flight attendant. 
<laughs> they always have one, I feel like. Always one. one. They always make it pretty far. Love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so we have a single mom. Um, so that's new. Never seen that in Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a woman previously married. I think mm-hmm. I heard her say that in the trailer, which we have had before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a moment of a guy asking a girl how many Instagram followers she has. Nice. So there's an acknowledgement of social media. <laughs> social media is a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. And I don't know what he's trying to get at with that question. I wonder. Because that's some guy's ick of like, mm-hmm. she's trying to be on social media and it's flopping. <laughs> some, guys, some guys like, I hate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that should be interesting. Um, and then we have Kenneth, the big black guy with the Travis yeah. Scott saying, when you feel, when you laugh, I feel safe. So I feel oh, like I find love, which is exciting. I, I think so too. And how could he yeah. not? He's a middle school principal. I know. That is the cutest. <laughs> it's the cutest ever. And he dresses in velvet. Oh, oh yeah. His, like, uh, velvet. I think, yeah, I think he's definitely going to make it to the honeymoon. In the second trailer, there is definitely an interracial couple, a black guy and yeah. a girl. Mm-hmm. You just see their hands holding. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's him. Yeah. So, Same. unless there's another one, that could also be ha- that could also be possible. Maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's going to be obviously some love triangles. Seems mm-hmm. like there's going to be some flip-flopping. Mm-hmm. Some yep. girl getting a text or getting DMs oh, from God. somebody and yeah. asking you know, did you make a mistake or something like that? So there's definitely some flip-flopping happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have at least one black girl who's going to be a bride. Yes. A black girl getting ready for her wedding. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 So I'm very excited. Anything else? Mm-hmm. Any other highlights you notice from the trailer? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. The trailer was pretty explosive with the dialogue, but that's usually how it is. I'm trying to think about it. I'm I'm conflating what I've watched on the television show with the actual trailer itself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I can't even really comment. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Any hopes, wishes, and dreams for this season? Oh my, my god. Well, I hope I uh I I hope we don't have to deal with um any personal issues that are unresolved by the cast themselves. That's what we had to deal with a lot last season. And that's what I don't want to look in the face. I don't want to like deal with Mm -hmm. all this unresolved either trauma or just um, like realism Mm -hmm. (laughs) that some of these people did not have Mm -hmm. that I, I just, I don't want to deal with it this season. So I really want Mm -hmm. people to be honest with themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I am also very much looking forward to seeing what these people do for a living in Charlotte, North Carolina. I feel like Charlotte is really Mm -hmm. trying to be a thing. I feel Mm -hmm. like this is part of it. (laughs) Love is blind in their city (laughs) is part of them. Yo, that tourist board, they working this year. (laughs) Sure are. Sure are. (laughs) Um, So I'm very excited to see like what life is like and what dating is like in Charlotte. I think that the Dallas season gave a great indication on what dating is like in Dallas, Texas. With, mm. between Colleen and Zeno being put pit against each other oh, and God, yeah. Nancy yeah. asking Bartice about abortions like as if it was a thing to talk <laughs> about and ask <laughs> I think I'm really excited for the North Carolina version of that yeah 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 I wish the show also I guess another hope and wish um which I feel like we talked about last season I wish they leaned into showing us the city more 
because they do yeah. they change cities every season you mm-hmm. know they should have an opening little package where they're walking around the street and asking people like what's dating like in this city or blah yeah. blah like yeah yeah more mm-hmm. um like definition as to dating in insert name of city you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm we kind of do learn about it through the characters in a way, but I wish they kind of leaned into showing us the city, this new yeah. city for season six a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish they did that for Seattle. Cause we, cause they had mm-hmm. two people from Portland. I was like, what the fuck are they doing here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and clearly it was like a thing. Like, yeah, people, yeah, like thing. Yeah. Oh, you're in Seattle. I'm in Portland. And like, Oh, well she'll drive over. And it's like, Oh, this is like a thing for people who live there. Like you mm-hmm. might, date somebody who's in portland because it's not that far from seattle but they never talked about it really it wasn't really acknowledged like y'all crossing state lines to go date people i would love to know more (laughs) about this no exactly yeah yeah Yeah. so you guys going to hilton head to date people where we going (laughs) what are we doing in charlotte so yeah that's one of my hopes or wishes for the season i don't know if we're gonna get that but yeah um and then this this mother this parent oh yes i was like who's mom okay <laughs> this mother yeah among the cast, this parent mm-hmm. i don't know yes she's gonna make it through the end or what i just i'm really interested to see yeah I'm really interested to see if someone a man is going to choose the single mom yeah knowing he knowing he also doesn't know what she looks like uh-huh. but he knows he's accepting her and her child yep mm-hmm. <laughs> and doesn't even get to talk to the child at that yeah which is so rude for the child but yeah yeah i i'm excited about that too reagan Mm -hmm. baker on swiping america has probably been Mm -hmm. my favorite single mom that we've ever seen she really just picked and choose what she was a single mom and what she was just (laughs) right she would tell them sometimes maybe not all the time she's making out with dudes they had no idea she had (laughs) no clue Oh my god! Yeah. So uh, she cut. She was just so comfortable in her motherhood. Her child was fifteen, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. she was just so in it. And right. I, I hope Jessica has that same comfort level of comfort. Yeah, I hope so. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really curious if she's gonna make it out of the pods engaged, mm-hmm. and who the fuck that guy is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we gonna love him? Are we gonna? Ha- are we gonna be like no? Jessica, he yeah. sucks because we see more than she does. You know what oh, I mean? God. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't wait. Oh, you guys, can't I wait. can't wait. Valentine's Day. Valentine's what a day. day. Make yourself a short rib pasta and sit down and watch Love is Blind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're excited. We're here. Catch us every Tuesday and Thursday with our Love is Blind commentary. Mm-hmm. Rate, review, subscribe on all podcast platforms so you don't miss an episode. Join us on Patreon for bonus content, ad-free episodes, video, all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys on Thursday. Yeah. See you on Thursday. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.